0: Hey Kirk, how's it going? I'm
1: chilling <laughs> man. I got in a little fight in West Philly. My mom sent me to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh so now I'm living in this mansion.
0: Are you are you in Los Angeles right now? No. Right. I'm,
1: I'm dog sitting.
0: Probably box. Proper yeah. Bonics, so Saturday. Saturday morning to record. You know how we do. You know what I'm saying
1: they should know how we do. At this point, it's like, yeah, you're looking for like Saturday morning, on the cusp of waking up, that energy. Proper <laughs> Bonics weekends.
0: Well, last last weekend we didn't get a chance to record because somebody wants to have a good time. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. How man. was your How was your How was your trip, man? how How was New Orleans? How was it,
1: <laughs> bro? It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> there was literally only one hiccup the whole time is that uh, it was raining on the way there. So we had to stop in uh, Pensacola, Florida for 30 minutes, which isn't a bad deal at all. Sometimes people stop for like three hours. Yeah. Other than that, bro, like it's been it was excellent. Yeah. Like I need it. I'm still processing. I've been doing a little bit of writing on it. But it was like so we did everything close to everything. What did you do? got you the, do? Got there. Hit up bourbon at night talk some dips. twirled some dips around. Bought some drinks for the dips, and they immediately left. That was messed up, dips. Um, but then
0: <laughs> because you gave them our podcast name and now they're listening.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. They're like we got to get out of here and listen to this podcast. We can't handle the real thing. Um did the alligator tour?
0: Yo, I seen that. I seen that. So I seen that you was you was on the boat on the pontoon boat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how how was it? Was it was it scary? Were you nervous?
1: At first, yeah. Cause they're like messing around. Like I guess they sense my fear of alligators. Cause like the tour people, like they had like a little claw on a stick. Yeah. And then like he'd like touch my leg. I'd be like, oh, like, it's kind of and then um the Captain Rick shouted to him. Um when I was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of frightened of alligators. He was like, Oh, come on out here, just sticks his hand out and grabs a tail of an alligator, or at least oh. tries to. He's like, I'm gonna let you touch this alligator. I was like, Oh, snap alligator does what alligators do and just kind of shovelled away. um yeah so we did get, that.
0: you didn't get to touch it
1: no i didn't get to touch it but honestly i wasn't even all i wasn't that hyped to touch an alligator um but we did feed alligators which is cool we were on the pontoon shout out to winky uh it's a 12 foot alligator we didn't see winky but we saw some of the other smaller ones yeah. um the largest one we saw was what eight to 12 feet it was big um and yeah, it was it was nice out there, man. And you got to see other animals too.
0: Well, what's what's the one thing you remember eating? Because you know New Orleans is, is big for their food. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. what was the best meal you had when you was down there?
1: The best was a po' Boy at Killer po' Boys. Shout out to them. Um that was uh that it was on Dauphine Street. Um, so if you're in Louisiana, check that out. That was the best meal. Uh the most notable meal. Uh, though was uh my boy he got a uh, he got alligator sausage po boy
0: that sounds delicious
1: <laughs> and I tried a little bit of the sausage I was like oh, I'll try it out and immediately I started to shiver I could barely digest it I was like I just kept thinking of alligators <laughs> I couldn't come over that barrier so that that was wild like I he was he kept saying like yo this hits the spot this hits the spot I'm like I do you man it didn't taste bad it was just like it, it mentally kind of roughed me out
0: do you know like cheeseburgers are like cows do you just get like oh my gosh it's this, this cow i can't do it is that how that, I right may,
1: that may be that may be my turn to veganism messing around eating alligator that may be like you give me unorthodox animals to eat and i will go vegan for a week um but yeah i don't feel that way with burgers but the alligator get i kept thinking like the the dry skin and the tails yeah, I haven't conquered that fair yet, but uh, yeah, man, it was nice. It was nice
0: out yeah, there. Man. Glad you, glad you made it back safe and sound. Yeah, Maybe saying, like, I don't even. This may
1: not even be the real Kirk, bro. Like this, <laughs> you know how haunted it is over there. Yeah, crazy. Haunt- I'm pretty sure I met a vampire. <laughs> I'm not even joking, bro. Yeah, it was like
0: they'd be walking around Bourbon Street dancing and stuff. Those are the vampires.
1: Yeah, like all right, so. I won't disclose too much information on this vampire situation i also met a witch that one, i went to a witch shop and they were most definitely witches um so like we're ray and i were walking uh these uh two ladies back to their place about like 20 minutes away from bourbon and i've been drinking a good amount on a thursday and all that stuff so like i'm drinking then maybe like 15 minutes into the walk i realized like it's two in the morning we're nowhere near anyone it's dark they say their guests but how, how, we're just trusting them right now they're just kind of leading us to like this like isolated area and then i don't know if it was drunk me or new orleans me i like kind of nudge Ray right back i was like yo bro what if they're vampires he's like what are you talking about i'm like bro the safe word zebra like, I, said, I was like, I would add a plan because I was convinced for a good three minutes that these vampires lured us in. And they were going to get us. But uh, if they did get us, then, you know, this new Kirk's out here. It's chilling.
0: I, I think that was drunk, Kirk. I don't think that was. New. I think that was just drunk, Kirk.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, and there's a lot of stuff's going down over there, man.
0: Uh, oh, that, that, is, that is so good. Did they, they suck your blood?
1: Nah. <laughs> nah 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 i, 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 I no I, it was it was a it was a, a dip full dip full endeavor there's mm-hmm. there's yeah it was it popped off
0: i'm glad i'm glad you enjoyed yourself man it's good,
1: man thanks bro
0: you're still smiling uh, i love it
1: it was nuts bro
0: man i'm i'm happy you didn't get any any blood clots while you were down there <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, your boy got the Johnson. <laughs> so it's funny. So you were talking about getting yours like the Wednesday and then Bro. Literally the day before.
0: <laughs> look, look, this, this is what happened. My uh, so I made my appointment for Wednesday. I was talking to my girl, I was like, Yeah, I'm getting the Johnson and Johnson. She was like, You sure you want to get that? Because the efficacy, whatever, is only 66 percent Yeah. So I was like, I so that night I was like, you know what? I'm not getting the Johnson Johnson. I'm going to get something else. So I, I literally, I made a whole nother appointment to get, I think it was the, the Pfizer, right? And then I woke up in the morning and they was talking all this bad shit about Johnson & Johnson. I was like, whew. I was, was like, yo, man?
1: chill out. Chill <laughs> No, No. Um, yeah, that's, I'm not too worried about it. I'm not. Too, it's such like, I think it was like, what, six people that they focused on uh, were hospitalized. Other than that, it hasn't been an issue. Uh, I get why they did it, I'm sure. But at the same time, I'm not. I can't say I was freaking out over it. I was like, it's in me. I'm here.
0: Yeah, it was was literally six people out of 7 million, which is less than 1%. So it's just like... I've seen people talking about, like, women get blood clots from birth control all the time. They're not canceling that shit. So it's kind of like... You know, I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, it's it's in you now. It ain't like.
1: Yeah, and did you get your Pfizer one yet? Like the first one?
0: Yeah, I got the I got the first Pfizer. Okay. Yeah, I did get that John. I was, I was kind of at ease too getting it because there were so many white people in line. I was yeah. like, Okay. They they not really going as dirty because so many white people getting it. You know, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I felt I felt better about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that's usually a good barometer for that. Like, how many white people are in line for this one?
0: yeah it was it was like the real white it was like racist white people in line it was one guy <laughs> look it was one i never i walked in right and it was like two different lines it was like two different areas and they were all sending us to like this one line so my guy was like go to this line and this other lady was like tell this, to this one guy was like okay you get in line behind him and he was like is he buttoning in line i was like yes racists are right here this is safe <laughs> <I can't laughs> this is safe <laughs> you
1: know me? Damn. Um, I'm glad you're uh, on the path of uh, alleged security yeah. uh, in terms of the immune. I felt pretty good. Like I, I, I was pushing the efficiency of this vaccine in New Orleans. I was pushing high five and strangers. <laughs> like I, I, I uh, did a, the classic move. Like you know, when you're in the club and all that stuff, you start off with a high five and then you'd start yeah. twirling afterwards. I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This like rich couple. They just came and like started buying us drinks, to the point where I was like, yeah, I think they want us like join them." <laughs> like they were really like they were. She was just talking about like how she was flashing her breasts on bourbon, which is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, they really be doing that. That's
0: wild. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you know, I got extra beads. I got <laughs> came on the plane. So like, I gotta get rid of these damn beads. <laughs> that approach doesn't work in Pennsylvania though. You can't right right you can't try that as much.
0: Right, you never know. During Mardi Gras, people will swear they're in New Orleans, no matter what part of the world they're in. You can try it. Trust me, I've I've done it.
1: I'm gonna say I tried it at an open mic. I went to the Soul Joel's on Tuesday, and uh, I brought some beads with me, just in case. I was like, "Yo, let me find out."
0: A lot of a lot of fat open mic comedy titties you've seen?
1: Not even, bro. <laughs> like. Shout out to Roger and Linda. Roger, he, he showed me his belly button. Uh, yeah, game I can't, of, yeah,
0: I kind I kind of believe you though. I kind of believe you though.
1: That's man. a real thing. That's a real so, thing.
0: <laughs> so, so uh, you you going to get tested again since you're back now? Or you're just like, fuck it. I got the vaccine. I'm straight.
1: Chilling, <laughs> chilling, bro. <laughs> chilling out here. I'm, I'm no, I'm not going to get tested again. If if something happens, yeah, sure, I'll get tested again. But it's like. Right, right. I really am just like, you know, if the thing about this and you know, doing a New Orleans thing, granted, I was vaccinated, so that was helpful. But doing that and sharing a room with someone and just being at a hotel in general and really just living life almost like back in 2019, I was back in 19, um, <laughs> that that kind of eased me at much more of like, all right, if not to say like, all right, if I didn't get it there, then if I'm doing my things that I usually do out here, I'll be fine. But it definitely added a little bit of that to it of like, all right, well, if that, if I was fine in those situations where tourists from all over the world, mainly the U.S. and New York are traveling to New Orleans and I'm interacting with them, high fiving and all that stuff.
0: So were you, were you masked up down there? Was anybody masked up or how was it down Some, there?
1: Yeah, it, that's like, I, it would go on and off for me. It was, like, if you're going through crowds, I, I popped it on. Um, a lot of people just didn't have theirs on. Still, like, if you go, like, indoor somewhere, you put yours on. But, like, in terms of, like, nightlife, not really. No, it was, yeah. it was mask off over there. <laughs> it was, mask it was, off. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was seeing teeth. I haven't seen teeth <laughs> in a while.
0: Oh, man, that's so good, man. That's, I'm glad you had a good time down there and seeing some teeth and pits.
1: Yeah, teeth and tits. Well, yeah, it's a, I didn't get robbed either. I was like, all right, I was gonna wear. I wore the gold chain, the ring.
0: Anybody, anybody, listen, you don't look like somebody. Like, no offense, but like, if I was on a robbing spree, I'm not gonna rob you, bro. You, you got, you got like a flannel on. You don't look like you got stacks of money on you. You, got, you got a phone. It's about it,
1: bro. I'm. I had a neat <laughs> outfit on. I had a neat outfit Saturday afternoon. I was robbable I was, I was going into gift shops left and right just buying things too. Trust me, I was robbable.
0: The sprint, yeah.
1: They knew not to.
0: I was robbable. That's Most, hilarious.
1: Definitely I was robbable. I asked yeah, someone yeah. to
0: take a photo of me
1: and I was like, while they were taking it, I was like, they should rob me.
0: Should hey, walk, <laughs> walking down Bourbon Street with a money phone. Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm being very robbable right now. <laughs> call you back. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so and I lucked out.
0: Oh, that's so good. You know who lucked out right now, yo?
1: What's up?
0: Jalil White.
1: Jalil White, man. Jalil White,
0: a.k.a. Steve Urkel, a.k.a. Stefan Urkel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my
1: gosh. That was – so he he came back. We saw the return of uh, Steve Urkel uh, last week at the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul uh, thriller fight. Um, And he did a commercial – where he's he's selling his own strain of marijuana, uh, purple Urkel, which you would think is already a strain, but yeah, that's cool. How is that not a strain? Um, right. That's so it was, it was nice. I, I am a I'm, you know I'm a big Urkel fan. Come on, uh, but like it, it was so nice uh, seeing him back. He his voice is a little bit deeper, which is a good thing, I, I think. Yeah, um, and he killed it.
0: It was yeah, c- man. It was it was good. It was good. It's like I've seen him and like. Shows and commercials and things like that on online, but it was good to see Urkel. You know what I mean, that's that's what I was happy to see.
1: Yeah. So, how do you feel about like not just not just like old characters coming back, but like old characters from our childhood coming back and doing or selling adult activities?
0: I mean, I love it. I don't. This is it's great. He's an adult now. I'm an adult now. So. Yeah, it's not like he's like influencing the children because they don't know who he is. You know right. what I mean? So it's just like this is this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? So, like I would like to see like like who else from our childhood? Like I mean, you got like like, see, sister, like- si- sister 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 T and Tamara. You know what I mean? Like they have oh. gone on to do adult things. Like yeah, it's it's cool. Wait, like, what? Not like oh, you know who you know who doing some adults? Not like that. They've been but they they in like adult shows, adult movies, and things like that now. But like. The um Nessa from Bernie Mac.
1: Oh yeah, she. Did, I don't want to speak out of pocket here, but she she's in pornography, right?
0: She's on OnlyFans, so she only oh, okay doing her goodies. So it's like it's good to see her, you know, transform yeah. from the from the kitty stuff to to the adult realm. You know what I'm saying? We're we're here for it. You know, what I mean, shout out to Nessa. You know,
1: yeah, I thought you were gonna be like the uh, T and Tamara, like they sold like Rings. I was like, whoa, <laughs> really? That, that's.
0: that's uh, no, uh, I was I was trying to think of something that was um, adult like, but like tits are yeah, They still they still don't like TV and stuff. But like Nessa is the perfect example. She is the the the, the woman purple urkel. You know what I mean? She's the woman
1: purple urkel. <laughs> that's her handle. She's like, don't call me that. I think there's another one. Um, I don't know if you remember, Johnny Bravo. He's selling Rogaine now. He has a brand of Rogaine, so that's pretty cool. Well,
0: the Johnny Bravo with all the hair though. He had like. He was known for the hair. Now he's selling get so, your hair back products.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it is doable. You could see people do it now. Um, it, it's just interesting to see. I know I saw a lot of people online being like, my child is dead. Why is he selling weed? It's like, it's, you want him to continue with cheese? I mean, he did, <laughs> he did mention commercial that his most profitable brand is his uh, cheese company, which I did enjoy. <laughs> uh,
0: mm-hmm. Look, yeah, but we're, we're sick of the cheese now. So, like, it's this is the what's legal now. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much almost everywhere. Everybody's making money off of it. Why? why not? I love to see it. I love to see when like the black people step into the, the weed game. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because, you know, it, it's pretty much a, a white game. You know, a lot of the, the dispensaries are white owned and things like that. You got to have money already to get started, which is part of the reason. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, I love to see it. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot
1: of people have a hard time uh supporting uh dispensaries sort of thing because it's like oh man you know maybe release some of those black dudes in jail for it but instead it's like we see everyone just uh that has money now profiting off it where there's a lot of people um or at least serve were serving lengthy ser- uh, sentences because of it so it is uh a nice in-between i imagine For a lot of people to like see someone uh, like a Steve Urkel, Julia White. I gotta call him Julia White. I feel like he doesn't like the (laughs) idea of like, oh, but my name is Julia. You don't need to call me Urkel.
0: I mean, he's he's definitely embracing the Urkel thing. So like, he's always going to be Urkel to us. I don't, I don't. Yes, I know, I know your name, but you're Urkel, bro.
1: He said in the the big thing with this one is that uh, years ago he was saying how he would never play the character again, and they may have uh, took it out of context, but he stated something along the lines of if you ever see me playing Urkel again, put a bullet in my head. That was like, Yeah, so like, but he, I think he like kind of went back years later and was like, no, like I love the character and all that stuff. It was just like I was growing out of it. And yeah, but he, he's back. I yeah, want to see man. him on Netflix.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching Family Matters on Netflix.
1: i got to bring it back.
0: <laughs> no, man. But I think that um, what they what they should do is I don't know if you know this but like they give i don't know if it's just China, the chinese community or if it's the whole asian community but they give chinese families tax breaks when they start when they started the they started businesses you know what i'm saying it's kind of like it's kind of like a form of reparations you know what i'm saying it's kind of like yo you ain't got to pay taxes on this business for the first five years that you're in this country good luck type shit you know what I'm saying? they get like tax breaks i think it'd be dope for them to like give the people that were in jail because of weed tax breaks on dispensaries you know what i'm saying oh. like i think that might be a, a cool way to like like yo we, we fucked up yeah we had you in jail for all these years for things that people making money off now here you go your five-year tax break you know what I'm saying? And i think that'd be cool
1: i think a tax break and um some sort of uh initiative for because you know some of them may not have you know because they've been in jail or for whatever reasons they don't have like the business mind or the education to run a full business so
0: hold on hold on on. that's why they're in jail for running full businesses but they just happen to be illegal so right
1: for those that were selling but i'm saying for those that also were just like just had it sort of thing but yeah that is true though for the sellers that they would have that uh state of mind but for those that may not, I think it would be cool if the dispensaries had it like an initiative uh, to give those incarcerated uh, uh, like a level entry, some sort of like foot in the door to Look, like get is, into business. I think that would be is, cool too.
0: I think that not too many people are spending long sentences in jail for weed that they weren't selling. You know how much weed you got to have in order to get years in jail? So it's not too many... Like, if you're just a smoker, you're not going to jail for years. It's just not you so. I, don't, I, can't,
1: I can't say I know factually, but I'm pretty sure they're pretty hard on it. And like, no, what, I, what, I, what I mean is,
0: what I mean is, so I'm a I'm a black guy, right? If I get pulled, if I'm, smoking, if I'm smoking weed and I get pulled over, what's the most I'm going to have from just a smoker? Like, I'm just, oh. you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not going to, I will get in trouble yet, yeah, but I'm not going to jail for right. years. Like, so, like, I think that the people that are in jail for weed crimes are people that probably were selling it because they had so much that they went to jail for years for. So, like, mm. I'm just a regular dude. I'm not going to be riding around with 10 pounds of weed in my trunk. I'm just a smoke. You know what I mean? I just not, you know what I mean? So I think that, I think it's kind of a slap in the face to give them an entry-level position at a place that they probably know more about. You know so, what I mean?
1: And if, if Bruce bad if you could proof check this one too um because that and that aspect of it like the, those that were dealing it they were had a, a bunch of it then yeah they they do have a, it sounds like they would have somewhat of a business mind state um but i may have just heard horror stories of like people that have been caught with just like grams and just how the situation is set up and like how the system is or it's like they would go to jail for years it. For, and I, I don't know fully if that's me. the case me
0: you remember like,
1: yeah, but that's
0: I got a, I got a, I got arrested with a gram of weed. I got arrested with one gram of weed. Where if I'm telling you, bro, if I was some white kid, they would have just threw that shit on the ground, and told me to go home. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I got arrested. I had to do community service. I had to fucking pay fines. Like mm. I, I got in trouble for like a, like a half of of, of uh, L. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like mm. those. Was... The, that, what what hap- now? What happens is. Now I'm gonna be in like if, you know, I'm gonna be in the system now. You know what I mean? So like now it's like I could, I could be on for probation or something. Like oh, and I had to, I had to like take piss tests and things like that. Now so now it's just like they're using the they use the weed just to get us in the system. You know what I'm saying? So like okay. that's what I'm saying. So like yeah, people people who go to jail for like small amounts of weed. They probably have been put into the system over some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Now they on probation or. Other things that's going true on.
1: too. Yeah, just a way to kind of get you in. Yeah. Uh, um, Prusa Pat pulled up a quote Uh, you have uh, 2.3 million of our fellow Americans behind bars, it's a large prison population on the face of the planet. Many are for nonviolent drug crimes, including possession of marijuana, at the time that more than half of the state has legalized or decriminalized it. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, which is Mickey Rourke's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah, you know, that's that's that is a very true point of like oh yeah, just kind of like a gateway in some ways of like oh yeah, a gateway into the system.
0: Yeah, that's what, they like, use, that's what they use it for. Like I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's completely. It's just listen, I'm telling you, guys, it's, it's set it up like this on purpose, so everybody that has had we shit, if they legalize weed in Pennsylvania, they need to say, give me a refund for the fines that I paid. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool. like.
1: Yeah, they send April. the cops to your place to do community service. Of like they gotta like print your shirts out and like yo, get cardboards. We need 16 of them by 12 o'clock.
0: Right. You know cool. what I'm saying? That that'd be that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? If they could pay me my lawyer fees back, you know what I'm saying? all this us you know what I mean. Like, you know how much money damn, I forgot
1: about that little situation
0: you got on. That was annoying. Because of that, you know what I mean? Like, damn, uh. Man, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So that's why I like to see Purple Urkel doing things like that. Man. And and he and he he had Snoop he had Snoop in a joint. Know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When you when you're doing stuff with Snoop involving weed, you're gonna win.
1: That's a good cosine right there. That's a, that's a happy <laughs> cosine. Yeah,
0: you know, it,
1: it was cool to see that. And um, you know, it was unfortunate, unfortunate that you know you didn't maybe get uh so much justice on your end. Uh, the streets are saying that justice popped off this week. Uh, the trial of uh Derek Vaughan uh came is to it Chauvin?
0: Food. is it shopping? I have no idea how to say his name
1: I didn't look into that part uh <laughs> like I I wasn't like fact checking this like I got to say his name right yeah, yeah. uh like yeah uh Derek Schvan or Schoven uh was a uh, the verdict came out as a guilty inmate number 235648836 Is
0: that correct Pat is that for real you just google that
1: yeah <laughs> He just gave out the email. inmate number for some random dude that's in jail for weed. <laughs> it's like, oh my bad, <laughs> 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 whoops. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so
0: <laughs>
1: it came out Thursday. There was a lot of talk before it. Uh, there a lot of uh, they were talking about doing a, a mistrial uh, after uh, uh, Maxine. Uh, is it not? I was about to say Maxine Walter. I think it is Waters. Maxine Walters, right? W- Waters. Waters. Okay. Uh, she she mentioned just uh, uh, like, hey, you know make sure to be confrontational if uh, he's proven uh innocent uh, and a lot of people are like mistrial but then fortunately they did not do that they went through with the trial and uh guilty.
0: Yeah man that was guilty on all three charges that was that was best case scenario there you know what I'm saying um I see people like like rejoicing and shit but I thought it was kind of strange yo they were like I see somebody say like this is the best day since I'm like, man, this guy still got murdered. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, mm. it is like bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah, you, you want him to go to jail, but like, I'm not like, woo yeah. Like this guy still lost his life. You know what I'm saying? So I
1: did a little fist pump in the air when I found out it was, a, cause it was, there was a, you know, well, murder is horrible. Uh, but also would have uh, been an extra kicker is that if he were to walk away from it of like a blatant, Murder on film,
0: yeah.
1: And for whatever political reasons, he was to get off. I don't know if he's going to serve that much time in jail or whatever, but it was kind of cool to see that go through. I don't think it really means much to be truthful, um, at least in the immediate sense. Uh, but I will say it was uh It did feel uh, uh an inkling of gratification. I did enjoy that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I w- I would say that. I was. I felt that as well. The gratification. But like you said, the immediate. my immediate thought after that, after the, okay, yeah, so you got found guilty, was like, the after sentencing, bro, like, what's really going to happen? What's he going to get five years? Like, what's going to happen? Is he going to get 40 years? Like, what's, dog, if, he, if this man get like six, seven years or some shit like that, then it's just like, yeah. It's like a sacrificial lamb type situation. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, we ain't changing no system but we are gonna give you this one guy because we we all saw that We can't let this one go. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not even necessarily on the tip of like spend the rest of your life in jail. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't care either way. But like, if you know, if they if they're able to do that, I'm not saying like use this guy as a means of reform or whatever. But, you know, if he, if him going to jail for years, decades, and then perhaps reflecting on that and stuff, you know, who knows? That's, that's the question of, like, what's better, him going to jail for life never changing, or him going to jail for 20 years and being a new person? What's better for society?
0: Um... Uh... I think for this situation, I think the best thing for society is that this man does not see freedom again. Okay. I think that. I don't think that nobody's going to be like, oh, yes, Derek Chauvin is reformed. He's a better person. Yay for society. You know, I don't think that that's like there's, there's situations where people can commit crimes and do heinous things and then can, you know, come out better. But I think for this, though, like this sparked like a, a, a 2020 was, Essentially, like, spark the Black Lives Matter movement in that in, of last year was sparked by this like, it
1: revitalized you
0: know, it. A lot like, of ways, yeah, yeah, this this was the the spark to a lot. So I don't, I think the symbolism behind him coming out a better person is like I don't give a fuck about. Like, I don't uh-huh. really care. Yeah, bro, you can go rot in jail. Like, I don't mind if you the rest of your life in jail. You, you took this man's life on camera. Like, had mm-hmm. your hand in your pocket. You know I'm saying, like, then you then you try to fight the case and even like you play out like all right i'm gonna I'm a plead guilty because i know i was wrong and i'm gonna try- no he tried to fight it and go home scot-free
1: yeah and the interesting thing too is like when you see people get acquitted you look at like george zimmerman and immediately starts doing the tours of like the tours and all that stuff um with like selling skittles and all that so it's like ah that's i think it's good for everyone that this person uh, goes away um for however long um he he had a hot summer he, you're right he, 2020 had a hot summer do yeah. you think he's going to take part in uh white boy summer this year
0: they said because he got found guilty white boy summer is canceled
1: oh man <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: they said, they said chet chet hanks was like damn
1: <laughs> damn we'll get another uh summer going we gotta get like a a brown boy winter going off
0: brown boy when i'm black man i'm
1: not brown and that's a well you can't take part in this you then
0: you're not hit me with, you're not hit me with that that b-i-p-o-c people of color jazz i'm black man
1: yeah i you know i i, I think it's just a default for me to just say brown uh
0: Good. well you're you're uh you're part um indian so like
1: oh finally oh you you embrace you it's just, it's,
0: <laughs> you're part indian so i mean you can say brown people i'm not the, the indian people are, i'm not indian i'm right. not i'm not middle eastern i'm i'm black you know I'm saying
1: that's true Okay, so, I uh, I hate how there's cops right after you say
0: that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> I'm black. All right, all right. There's look, no one you, on the loose. <laughs> look, hey, bro, as a black, let's, I've said it before, as a black man in America, especially right now, like this week, like cop's been killing people immediately. I said, I tweeted this shit as soon as the the shaving the verdict came back guilty. I said, yo, cops are going to be mad. Y'all be safe out there like it's yeah. and immediately like three more cop killings happened like right after that you know what i'm saying like this week has been crazy yo like it's yeah.
1: we gotta be careful out here
0: we're right no, I'm, I'm laughing
1: like, at shit but we gotta be careful
0: it's, it's not a game yo like i and then like listen it ain't, you don't see uh, white people on body cameras getting and murdered like they they go committing mass atrocities and you know they or they get to take pictures from jail i just want to take a picture from jail can i please yeah. be lucky enough to take a picture from yeah. jail <laughs> i'm saying like i want a mugshot. shot that's all i want <laughs>
1: so, so that was that was a uh, one thing in mean, along with many things that people brought up this week there was a there was a major one of um i, I don't recall the, the girl's names forgive me but the 15 year
0: old Bryant.
1: Oh, okay, if that's it yeah Good stuff um and I don't recall what state you boy did not do much research. Um, Columbus, Ohio. Damn, you should be reporting this story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, keep going. This is good. I like this.
1: <laughs> so uh, there was an incident where I guess there was some sort of a brawl, and um, uh, she had a knife um, during the brawl, and police came and uh, they shot her, and um, a lot of it's become a hot topic because you know people are saying you know it's another instance of police brutality and other people are saying it's an instance of like well she did have a knife and she was trying to stab someone but to your point um i, I think a lot of people and also compare its idea of like you know a lot of the uh, mass shooters who have haven't been white in the past um it's a matter of those situations can be de-escalated or they could be detained without uh gunfire being used um what are yeah. your thoughts on this one?
0: man man I, I think it's complete Shit. I think that any, this is how I look at it, yo. I seen, I tweeted a video probably like a week ago of a white guy. He assaulted somebody with a piece of wood in Walmart, right? Huh? Cops came. Cops tried to barricade his truck in, like his pickup truck. He like crashed to the cop's car. One cop like hopped onto the driver's side window, right? This dude hit the cop in the head with a hammer. Oh, snap. Hit the cop in the head in the face with a hammer. And got to take a mugshot.
1: Wait, is this you know I mean? was this on the news or do you just watch A Team? Like what I just what be on this? Twitter.
0: I be on Twitter a lot. And there's okay. a lot of stuff that happens that they don't put them. In. I don't watch the news at all. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. So when I'm on Twitter, I see these things and I was just like, and that was the first thing I thought about when he told me the night people that like, well, she had a she had a knife. First of all, it wasn't like she was stabbing the cop. You know what I mean? She she was the guy hit a cop in the head with a with a hammer and he got to, he got to take a mugshot. So I Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that when you're talking about a 15, hear hear this out, yo, a 15-year-old child, teenager, she's a a woman, right? A female, a a girl. Girl, yeah. She's a girl, not even a woman. She's a girl, right? And I say that part to say that you're telling me a grown man can't push, tackle, tase a girl? Spare a girl, you know, what I'm saying, like, that's the part that, bro. Listen, man, I've been attacked by with a knife before. you could, it was me being attacked. So it's like, and I got out of it. If that's I see the last somebody,
1: time that you've been to Chuckle Cheese, you're like, I'm never <laughs> doing this again.
0: I was up there fighting the animatronic things and the employees, or stab me. No, but like, <laughs> but like, that—that's the part I couldn't. I was just like, yo, knew I was thinking, yo, I seen the like the the, the shot the body cam. I a picture, the still footage of it. And the guy, like, was behind Micaiah Bryant. My first thought was he legit could have just donkey kicked her. Like, donkey he could have just, like, that was no, not even being funny, but that would be my first reaction. If I seen somebody stabbing my homie, right, and I was behind them, I my first reaction would be just to donkey kick them right in their back. Like, just kick them. Like, this uh. is Sparta. <clears throat> like, like, that would be my, that was my first thought. And then I'm just like, you got tasers, you got all, bro, you shot this this girl four yeah. times. Four, it, like,
1: because, yeah, it wasn't even just one. It definitely was, My thing is like, you know, while the knife thing, because it looked like she was trying to get someone with the knife. I don't, those situations were because apparently she was the one that called, so I, I don't know the full details. But she called,
0: she called, she called the cops because multiple girls were at her house to fight her or some shit like that
1: oh i you know see
0: so by yeah. i guess by the time the cops came she was outside trying to protect herself you know what i'm saying so
1: so it's, not- it's a even if the say if they didn't know the situation they're like oh just uh on the face of this you know someone's trying to stab someone you would think there's other measures versus four shots like not even just one or warning shot or, like, a shot to, like, the leg, which I'm always – whenever I see, hear these stories, not just with, like, just race, but in general with cops, it's like, why do they always go for the body shot? Why is it always, like, a deadly shot? They um, why is they never like
0: because they shoot to kill. Period. Which, it ain't even, they don't want to do anything but kill. If you Come on, Kurt. You even said it. A leg shot will put anybody down. That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm always – I'm like, is that, like, in the train like that? It seems like it would ease a lot of these issues if we start, like – a cops meet.
0: are trained to shoot um what's it called? i think what it's called mid-body body mass they're trained to shoot you center in your torso. Mass, so, like center mass yeah. Cross,
1: yeah
0: yeah see there it is center mat they're trained to shoot you like that that's what they're trained to do
1: and yeah and this is definitely one of those ones where it was like that's excessive that's like you could have like again the back was turned you could have like grabbed from behind could have shot in the air but I guess if that's your training sort of thing, then you have to look at how you know officers are being trained. Um that's unfortunate one, though.
0: Yo, I'm telling you, from the back, you could have just pushed her. Like, you're a grown man. You can't push a, a girl.
1: Yeah, some girls are strong, though.
0: And then look, I'm glad you said that. I see, I'm not even gonna say his name. He comedian, he uh tweeted. <laughs> no, uh, it was like a uh, <laughs> shout out to Colin Neff. I think he gets shout out every episode. But uh, <laughs> but yo, this dude tweeted, man. And it, it sucks because he got 100,000 followers. He got a following and people, I guess, like his stuff, man. But he tweeted something like. Of Eddie Murphy? No, Eddie would not dare to say this. The dude said something to the effect of, well, she was fat. So she looked like a grown up and she didn't look like a girl, like a child. So that's why, Ooh, yeah, it's just like, and know what? He really think like that. He really, because that's really white, dude, white dude, black yeah. dude, white dude. I'll tell you when we were done recording his name, but I ain't giving him no, no light. Like, I, but I just want to let you know that they, yeah, people out there saying things like that. Like, um,
1: can't believe Jim Carrey said such a thing. <laughs> can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe you just said Jim, that, Jim Carrey.
0: You <laughs> say Jim, uh, and living and colors, Jim would never do that. You know what I'm oh saying? But yeah, but, but, but that, and no, it wasn't him, Pat, but it sounded like some shit he would say. Um, yeah. But yeah, the dude's pretty, well, that's what they think, though. They think that black children are older. They think that black people can handle more, that we're stronger. You know what I mean? So they look at us at, at differently. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So the cops, the cop sees his, his child. And he's like, you think it's a, a an adult, or he looks at her as more vicious than she really is? Like, come on. Right.
1: Man, like. Because if you, you know, people always, you know, they, they don't like to do the what if situations, but what if the teams were Wyatt? You can't even fathom there being a shooting if they were Wyatt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the the one that, uh? oh, that was, oh, I see. You dropped it in the little DMs. I see what it is. Yeah, Ooh. It is.
0: Ooh. and you know but uh Ooh. you know a lot of the a lot of them i'm gonna say it man because i don't give a fuck they're not they not hiring me a lot of the uh a lot of white comedians that do things that are just shock value racist shit man like that shit's corny you know what mm-hmm. i mean like are you really a comedian or are you just a shock jock you know what i mean like come on man tell a joke you know i mean say, saying that oh she's She's fat, so she looks old. It's not funny. It's not even funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, not, it's not even like it's funny. So it's just like, man, she's corny.
1: I think uh, something that uh, I'm seeing a bit of is uh, a lot of the people, whether they be, uh, they're silent during the George Floyd thing or um, not, you know, some people, you know, it's pretty much I'm seeing a lot of people rationalize uh, the shooting this time. Uh, being very vocal about it and while I haven't heard comments as gross as that one of like the, the fat one I've heard a lot of like it's on the lines of they deserve it sort of thing
0: yeah. it,
1: it, it all just kind of seems like people don't really want to see black people celebrate too much it's like oh you, you guys got one with uh, Derek Chavon sort of thing well it's like all right, uh, here's this one now it's like I, I that's unfortunate to see and read yeah
0: That's why I said maybe you'd be safe out here. And then they say things like, well, why do you guys always run? This is why we run. Mm. This is why we run because we're scared of dying. Like, I hate people say that. Well, if you wouldn't have ran, well, if they wouldn't have been killing us for hundreds of years, we wouldn't run. You know what I
1: mean? Or have the gun right out immediately. It's like,
0: yeah.
1: I still advise still have like i don't have kids that i know of um but if i had kids i'd be like don't run it's it just seems like that's a surefire way of something happening uh whereas like you know just and it's not to say that they're guaranteed to be safe by not running yeah. um but it's definitely less of a chance for what, what i've seen of just like yeah. just stay there be compliant um and then you know because it's it's like if you are wanted to uproot uh, the system and how things are in terms of like you know how you see police and all of that it's that's really within like policies and you know their training like we talked about it's not going to come down from a one-on-one experience nothing's really going to change but that moment and a lot of times you see that moment ending in fatality yes. so.
0: that's why we got to like kids and we, and we hear it a lot like yo just just make it home like the cops pull you over just do what you got to do just to make it home you know what mm-hmm. I mean like that's that's the world we live in though but mm-hmm. I want to uh I want to hop up hop out of this and let's jump into some uh proper suggestions I don't Prop know
1: suggestions proper suggestions oh, my goodness.
0: one of my uh I can't I'm not gonna say favorite shows because it's only been on for a season for a season but one of the shows that i enjoy watching is back for season two and it's um, godfather of harlem i love godfather of harlem are you familiar with this kirk
1: no i've never heard this
0: okay godfather of harlem is um a loose story about um bumpy johnson
1: okay bumpy
0: bumpy, John- bumpy johnson is a um, famed gangster drug dealer from harlem Back in the 60s. And he had a close, close relationship with the with the, uh, with the mob. Like all the families in the mob knew Bubby Johnson and they fuck with Bubby Johnson. And he had a relationship with Malcolm X. Oh. So it's a story about Bubby Johnson's life and it's like interwoven with how Malcolm X was involved in his life. So it's, it's kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? Is
1: someone and playing then, Malcolm in the show?
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know who it is. I don't even know who it is. But, but Bobby he is Johnson's in the show, though. He is in the show, like no. he's he's like in the show a lot. So you can learn a lot about his what's going on with him and Nation of Islam and his relationship with uh, the fuck is the dude's name? Not Feri Khan.
1: but like a black leader,
0: like the head of the um, Nation of Islam. I can I can draw in a blank right now. Samuel but, um, Jackson. <laughs> I got <laughs> you, bro. Got you. <laughs> no, but um, Queen Latifah, Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad so it's talked about um, Malcolm X's relationship with Elijah Muhammad relationship with the community like and and then the mobs involved and it's like but it's about it's it's some gangster shit killing drug selling it's civil rights it's how long has the
1: show been on I've never heard this was it It Godfather of Harlem
0: Godfather of Harlem yeah so there's a song Nigel Thatch plays Malcolm X uh, yeah, out do she does a good job but it's on fx i'm gonna say fx epics it's right? on epics yes yeah, so i don't i don't know i just tell my remote talking to my remote i'm like godfather of harlem uh, and it just takes me you to hold
1: your season. remote so close to your mouth bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a remote you could do it like this <laughs> that's
0: how i do it though but yeah, they just they just started season two so anybody mm-hmm. listening um check out season one It's dope season two just starts um yeah and it comes out it comes out every week so it's not like a you could binge it at the end but you know what i'm saying so it's a weekly thing so wow.
1: epics i think that's our first epics recommendation <laughs> i didn't know that channel existed that's cool <laughs> though man nice um this is going to be entertainment uh uh filled proper suggestions uh, i know we were speaking of fatalities earlier my prop suggestion is new mortal combat uh mortal combat is just <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's a... <laughs>
0: Forgot about
1: that, yeah. You reminded I, me of no, that. that yeah. <laughs> no. no um, yeah, no. So this came out last night um, on HBO Max. Uh, Shouts to my brother. Let me use this count like that. Um, so yeah. Oh, my God. This is... So there's two Mortal Kombat movies before this. Annihilation. I think just Mortal Kombat. This may be the best Mortal Kombat movie of the three.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Like, the humor in it is perfect for Mortal Kombat. The action... Th- I haven't watched an action movie in a long time, so maybe that's it. But there are moments where like they were doing some of like the fatalities where I was like, Oh shit, <laughs> it's like it was crazy to actually see it. Um, so very gory on that end, but not too gratuitous. There's a story behind it. Um, if there's been years of people trying to get a moral comeback going for like the last 25 years, and it's cool to see that now that it's been backed by like a Warner Brothers and it's in this big production, that they pulled it off and they did a good job. I loved it. It was really good.
0: Yeah, I did see that they dropped it the seven minute thing. Um,
1: yeah, I think they, it was like the opening scene. I believe they they released prior.
0: Yeah, I got the I got my girl's HBO Max account, so i would definitely be watching that.
1: Highly recommend. Yo, I'm not trying to stun. Well, it's not me stunning. It's my mom stunning. I'm gonna stunt for my mom. But like she, they have like this uh, setup here, at large TV in HD. So, you boy was chilling with snorkels, watching yeah. some Mortal Kombat. It was so nice. So, yeah, so nice.
0: That's dope. See, that's that's known one of those things like Urkel was from a, from the childhood coming back. You know what I'm saying? Doing some grown up stuff.
1: They need to do some childhood stuff. That's what they need to do. They're they started off from the jump being like straight adult, like uh, chopping heads off and all that stuff. They need to come back with some like baby Mortal Kombat where it's like a cartoon and it's like Johnny Cage and Sonya's as kids. Almost like, like Rugrats.
0: A, like a prequel?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That would probably be super violent as well, though. There'd just be like yeah. a reptile eating just Luke Kang's leg off. Yeah. But yeah, no, if those that are fans of Mortal Kombat series and those that aren't even fans that are just looking for a fun movie-going experience, this would have been great in a movie theater. Like, you know how like people like clap at scenes? This would have had multiple applause breaks.
0: This would have <laughs> popped
1: off, which, you know, I may start going movie theaters again though.
0: Actually, you're you're pretty much just letting us know that when a movie was done, you stood up and you clapped in your own home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <it down>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was nice.
0: I was I was about to impersonate a person standing up and clapping, but I realized that I don't have any pants on. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: sure. I, that'd have been my first edit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wouldn't even be an impersonation. That would have just been you being a person standing up clapping.
0: <laughs> this is how Kirk was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no nah, man i have pants on i have pants on
0: no nah, yeah I'm a, i want to check that out though i really do man I, I love mortal kombat as a kid playing the game was the shit i remember the other mortal kombat movie i don't remember which one it was i saw though but i know i was young so
1: was I'm it like, do you remember the opening scene
0: were they in the woods in the opening scene
1: if it was this, the second one started off with like um they had just won the tournament and they go back to, I believe it was the inner world. And that's when uh, the dude, what's the dude's name? Not Shao Kahn. It may have been Shao Kahn actually comes back and spoiler alert, kills Johnny Cage within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Well,
0: oh, that, no, nah, I think that was the one I saw there.
1: Okay. Yeah. It may have been the first one. Both were good.
0: Pretty sure it was the first one. Cause I know I was, I was really young. I just, I just, I remember little pieces of it though.
1: I remember my mom getting it on pay-per-view and just like, you know, when you got pay-per-view back then it would just play for 24 hours uh so we had just 24 hours of mortal combat and i was like ah that was that was a good one so that one's kind of glued in my head
0: from that every two hours kirk just standing up and clapping yeah <laughs> you know
1: how many times i've gotten get over here by my brother but he didn't have a spear he just had an umbrella and he'd click
0: the thing and it popped <laughs> and then you a- you just glide over to him
1: no i'd cry i just cry bro <laughs> that should hurt like he just like pop it over right into my chest, I'm like ah, it'd be a whole thing. He didn't even get to do the rest of his moves.
0: That's a, that's a good that's a good brother right there. That means he loves you to, enough to hurt you.
1: I don't I don't agree with that, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. shout out to my younger brother. It was his birthday yesterday. Shout out to Kavon.
0: Oh, I didn't know you had more than one brother.
1: Bro, I have like five siblings. Yeah, on
0: really? my mom.
1: Yeah, my mom's side, and my older brother Brian. But on my dad's side, you know, my dad gets down. Uh, so
0: have, it's, yo, it's always the dad side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have two younger brothers and uh, two younger sisters. Um, my two younger brothers, Gavon, uh, I believe he turned twenty-seven. I believe.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you, know what's, you know what? You I, know what I find. You probably know this, but you see how you just called him your brother, you called me your sister. You didn't say that stupid shit that like, hey, that white people will say. They like uh, my half, my, my half yeah. sibling but that's your brother and sister. not the half-sibling bullshit.
1: I think it's like, so if, I think if some people, like if they aren't really like connected with their siblings sort of thing, like if say, like if they have their father, their are white or whatever, they have, uh, they have siblings from a different mother sort of thing, but they don't see them. I think a lot of times they'll refer to that as like half because they have like the closeness and togetherness they have with like the sibling they grew up with. They consider that brother or sister. Um, oh. I I always just go brother and sister. I didn't even know the term half brother and sister until I was like eighteen. Yo, me
0: too. Yeah. World wrap. me too. All my siblings are half siblings, right? All of them, right? Yeah. Same. And I never, I never in my life have said that. I just be like my brother, my sisters, my brother. Like, I never, I never said that until like I was older. I was like, yo, you have what? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like I even like my stepsister. Like I knew my stepsister with shit. 24 years of my 33 years, like pretty much most of my life, you know what I'm saying? And I, I call her my sister, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's my sister, yo, you know what I'm saying? But like, so, so to, to even think of somebody that's actually my blood, to call them my half,
1: yeah. it just
0: weird, yo. Like,
1: I think we as society, we put too much of an emphasis on immediate family, like the titles of like brother and sister, mother, father. Like, when you have like a, a cousin, or even like a friend that you're really close with. They're, you know, people say, "Oh, that's like my brother." Yeah. Oh, that's like my sister. It's never like, "Oh, yeah, that's like my cousin." It's like you know, you could have really close cousins. You don't <laughs> have to relate them to like being your immediate family member. All I right. get the gist, but I think that's something we need to normalize. We need to normalize <laughs> the connectionness, uh, the connectivity with uh, cousins and we, local friends.
0: We even do that in relationships. You'd be like, "Yeah, call me daddy." You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, that's yeah, someone may have may have called me daddy this week. I
0: already know it. Listen, I know, listen dog, I can tell by the you blushing and shit, man. Look, the, your boy, your boy was out there wilding in the in the nola. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God, right, I'm, I'm glad to see it though. I'm glad to see it though. I'm glad to feel
1: it. I'm glad, <laughs> glad to feel it, bro. That's <laughs> that's I was, I didn't do any stand-up while out there. I was considering it. I was like, let me find a spot. But yeah, but I think uh, I think I told you I'm gonna do a solo trip because I have extra credits uh-huh. for the plane thing. Just like it's pretty much like a free flight. Yeah, and I'm I've narrowed it down to Portland, which I'd have to do in December because it's pricey as fuck to go to Portland, um, and Minneapolis, which I can do in the summer. I never thought to go to. I, I know.
0: Oh, min, min it's hot right now in Minneapolis, bro. They they okay. killing niggas like it is they boring. need
1: the negotiator to come through. And your boy's gonna come through and bring some peace to Minneapolis. Um also they have some cool museums I want to check out. So yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. And uh so that's one of the endeavors out there. Uh, go out and
0: you, know, you, gotta, down, you yeah. gotta hit the stage, bro. You, every yeah. there's something that's a travel thing that I do. I will not travel anywhere. And so getting, i gotta hit the stage i need this i need to interact with the comedians there i need to get a couple of followers from there i mm. before i go anywhere i am trying i'm online on facebook instagram trying to figure out where the show is at who got the shows can i get a special one spot you know what yeah saying?
1: no it is it is a cool thing some people get magnets while they're out some people get spots though i think that's kind of a cool thing right um yeah this one i, I think i want to follow through it looks like things are kind of opening back up on that end of it too. Um, have, have you been doing comedy yet? Like open mics?
0: Uh, nah, man. I haven't been indoors. I did. Last thing I've done was... Shit, what did I do?
1: I did you do doing a park, show like in New York?
0: Yeah, I've been doing park shows and shit. I mean, I really... What show I did? Oh, 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 oh. I forgot about that. I did a, uh, a show. This was actually pretty dope. They got like this collect this house, it's a collective house where like artists live in and shit in um in Brooklyn and where they had a man, O'Henny, in the basement of the sh- they had in the basement they had an indoor show going on simultaneously in the back and they had a backyard show going on. So it was like two shows going at the same time. Two comedy time. shows? Yeah. Oh, it was cool. Man. It was cool. Like so the audience can go indoor or outdoor. Some of the comedians performed indoor and outdoor. I only performed outdoor though. Like I only went the backyard thing it was cool though like it was super loose everybody was chilling everybody was smoking and shit so it was like it was real chilling though you know what i mean it was it's was definitely good vibes like i had a good time mm. but that was I, the last thing that i've done and that was a week ago last saturday
1: i think i would do an indoor show if it was offered to me now you ready yeah i think like especially after doing the new orleans thing like i would have no like the psychological barrier after like being like in a cram club with like three bachelorette parties uh-huh. and like there's no like there's well there's a roof so you're inside it's like yeah all right well if i can handle that i think i can handle a place that's doing temperature checks and, yeah um and it's filled to like 30 percent capacity so right you know, if you're listening to this now i'm uh you boy's out here Boat let the know
0: man he's he's backed and ready to go you know <laughs>
1: I'm going to say I wish we had our stickers, our new stickers are coming out uh, because that's that would be a fun one to share when we go uh, travel all over the place.
0: Yeah. Next time you go. Shit, we got to get the uh, we got to holler. We got to holler. So let the people know we got to holler at our designer, our graphic designer. Mm -hmm. Our new logo should be done this week. Um, You're getting timelines
1: on the air. (laughs) It should be done this week.
0: It is what it is. It should be. I didn't say it will. It should be done this week.
1: Yes, yeah, right. You know what it is, Jeff. It should be.
0: <laughs> it better be done. No, no, <laughs> no. But if when, as soon as it's done, it's getting getting uh, stickers printed, you know, right, yeah. right online. That's those. It's gonna be look good. I may get, get a
1: tattoo. The logo, bro.
0: Don't do that. Do I'm not get a tattoo. Do not get. A tattoo. I've been
1: aching for a nice chest slash neck tattoo.
0: You gonna see Kirk with a proper Bronx tramp stamp
1: <laughs> Damn, a little hickey stamp right there. Is that a hickey? Oh, no, nah, it's a podcast. Like, it's like, <laughs> like and subscribe iTunes.
0: You could get like a uh, the QR the QR code posted <laughs> on your thing. People can put their phone up to it. Uh, follow us. All right.
1: <laughs> Yo, why don't more prostitutes do that? Like, put a barcode like right like where the tramp stamp thing is. Just put a barcode and just like PayPal them from there.
0: <laughs> that's like a honest. good
1: idea. I don't.
0: It's not, a, it's actually not a bad idea. You might start that. You might have to get some, uh, some people to, to fund it, but you can probably start this, Kirk.
1: Yeah, ideas come from talking and that's what we're doing. And speaking sure. of ideas and, you know, following through with them, let's pop in some goals real quick. Goals. I'm out here trying to do some goals. I'm about to finish up this goal of dog sitting take them out. That's one goal I got to do um this goal for this one and i have a time limit of uh today i complete this goal by today around 4 p.m i gotta finish up a cliff note version of republic by plato Uh, i'm doing the cliff notes because i don't want to read the whole thing um and i have just this amount left and uh yeah it is overdue that's right i'm committing a crime it's overdue um so i want to return it today but i haven't finished it yet so
0: oh i didn't know what you meant when you said overdue i forgot you go to libraries yeah come on
1: man. uh yeah so like <laughs> oh yeah i should note that yeah the barcode there shout out to chester this is the yeah this is the chester county library um so yeah i'm gonna after this i'm gonna have some coffee uh and uh read up about the ideal state of justice
0: the ideal state of justice
1: no the whole thing is like defining justice and like how to create the ideal state um it's actually a lot of it kind of plays into what we're seeing now and like they talk about how like the auxiliaries which are known as like kind of like the cops in a way um and like the guardians how they aren't deemed to rule until they are pretty much philosophers and then they could if they uh can make moves based off reason, not off desire or lust. Um, And they're able to like, kind of like see things for what they actually are. Um, They're going to be better fit to rule. And when you have people better fit to rule, that's one of the catalysts of creating an ideal state where justice can be obtained. Um, so it's a cool it's cool so far some of it's kind of crazy some of it's kind of crazy um but you know it's i'll I'll let you know the full review once i finish book 10 and onward i think gotcha
0: gotcha all right yeah you got some you got some reading on your hands today i got to get back into reading books i always take like hiatuses when it comes to reading
1: Mm, bro the cliff note situation this ain't because there's like a bunch of like classical stuff where it's like i don't i just want to get the main points yeah. Um, in terms of time consumption wise I don't have the time to sit down and read Moby Dick all day I probably could read Moby Dick all day I didn't read Moby Dick all day I don't like Moby Dick but with these things it's like you could just shop this up and like get a classic in within a week yeah and you get the main points of it and then if you really enjoy it you could follow up and read the full thing but I, it's, that's another prop suggestion on Cliff
0: Notes Cliff Notes boom two in one segment Kurt all right so my my goal—that's what they say about me. <laughs> so my goal was a, a a goal that I it's a new it's a new goal off of an old goal that fell through.
1: <laughs> okay, Revising
0: so my so I remember I said I had a I had a venue for my show that I wanted to do. Oh uh, yeah, I don't anymore. Oh, so uh, that fell through. What happened? So, um, they wanted they have to build. They to take. They didn't want to do it yet because they need. They said they wanted to build like an area for the show. They didn't just want to do the show in the area that I wanted to do the show in okay. of their restaurant. So it was like, all right, cool. Whatever you want to do, take your time. So my new goal is find a new spot. All right. So like, I'm not. I'm not waiting. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna, like I need to find new spot. I got a couple of things in mind. You know, what I'm saying, I'm. I'm I might have some popping off in May, but that's my. That's my new goal for myself. Uh, I think now that is my this, new goal is to find a new spot.
1: I know I'm before sure. it was the focus was New York. Is this new goal open to all of the Northeast?
0: No, I'm going it in, in Brooklyn. Like that's okay. where it's that's where I'm at most of the time. So it's like I'm not going to do a show in like Philly and then have to come from New York to Philly or go from Lancaster to Philly. So I'm just going to do it. You know what I'm saying is yeah, I'm saying? do it.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm going to cut you off, but is there a place, I think it's like it was in Williamsburg, called like the Knitting Factory? Is that yeah, I don't
0: know if it's, I remember what's the name? Uh, Hannibal had a yeah, show Hannibal, there. Hannibal I'm Burris had a show Yeah, very popular show there. I'm pretty sure it's still around, the Knitting Factory, pretty sure, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I just got, I got some things in mind, you know what I'm saying? It might It might be smaller than I wanted them to be, it might be a little more intimate setting, Ooh. but I got some something in mind, you know what I'm saying? You know, a little secret location type thing that's always intriguing for people
1: damn for whatever reason i think you're talking about like back of an h H&M. and i don't know why i keep thinking that i know that's not what you're talking about but... it's
0: not the back of an h&m but it might be the back of something else
1: you Ooh, know a uniqlo
0: <laughs> the back of a soul cycle no um yeah but no that's 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 my goal though i need to i need to get this shit popping because i said I, when i say things online i stand by it and i say it, when it's 60 sure. degrees when it's 60 degrees regularly I'm going to have a show, and it's, it's been that except for two days ago, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get this shit popping, so that's my new goal again.
1: Yeah, look out for it, man. Look out for the stickers. Look out for the shows. Look out for the ideal state where justice can be obtained. Uh, this has been a good one, man. It nice talking and you know, all that stuff. I'm going to let these damn dogs out. I'm sorry for calling you guys that.
0: I'm I got to let myself up. out, too, though. I had to pee for the last 15 minutes, yo. <laughs> really bad. <laughs>
1: I've been peeing in this bottle. Recycle. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh like, subscribe, podcast, and all that stuff, and uh yeah, we're around. Peace. And we treat a
0: foreign like a race car. In my hood, I got the face car. And little bitch, my dick stay hard. I killed a pussy, send the coochie to the graveyard. I only ass, I eat pasta. Steak on my plate with the lobster. Quick to make a bad bitch a bopper. My ex bitch used to be a flocker. Bitch, I'm ignorant. Pocket full of money, I'm getting it. Fuck a job, I'm kicking it. Bitch, I'm ignorant. Treat a bad bitch like an infant. they tell her, baby, stop tripping. Oh, I'm ignorant. See me with a hoe, I'm pipping. She fuck with you cause you tricking.